0: <laughs> and I we see the fruits of that in society, right? Yeah. We see people who, you know, you talk about the statistics of people that are in prison. Yeah. And most of those guys did not have a father figure in their lives that was helping them and training them how to be a man. You know, so um, e- even from a, a completely worldly perspective, but how much more as God's people should we take these warnings seriously that we can't, you know, we can't, it's, it's really clear if you're not disciplining, it's the same as hatred and wishing death on your child. Um, according to the Proverbs. So, um, and, and the rod and reproof give wisdom. That's how, that's how children understand that these things are serious. You know, they don't get the philosophical conversations, but they get our methods of discipline that are appropriate for their age.
1: Yeah, no, that's that's some very powerful stuff. But that's all <laughs> I kept thinking about. I was like, where was my parents in the Bible during this time? Because <laughs> it has to only be like, I don't have the story as like a lot of you know, um rap musicians do or other people do that have actually you know committed a bunch of crimes and then you know now yeah. are living a more peaceful life or a different lifestyle right but i was on those right there on the tracks Mm. like it has to be because i'm but my my iq is low like by all intents i'm like the decision to not do something out of all these times like these things have been presented to me yeah as opposed to doing it has it probably has nothing to do with me, but everything by the grace of God, because because yeah. I just knew Amen. in my heart that I was just like I wouldn't want that done to me. Yeah, so I'm not gonna do it. Or hey, yeah. I'll you know I'm I'm probably gonna disappoint myself later on in life, so I'm gonna choose not to do X, Y, or Z. Yeah, and mm-hmm. but it it when I look back on that, it's that's all it it most likely had to have been because whether I was stuck in a like a theft situation or a cheating situation or any moral, like whether it's for material items or spiritual or whatever it was, yeah to choose not to do those major things that were I would wind up in jail or in cuffs, prison, etc. Yeah. Has to be just something sent from him. It uh, has to because I was right there. So cool. Yeah. And when I keep thinking about that, I mean, especially everything that happened in the past two years. When I was thinking about that prepping for the show, it'll come out over time, but if you listed Everything that happened to me was just from, um, let's see, my last major relationship was 2021. So 2021 through 2022, up until 2023. If you put all that on paper, I could make a very strong case in court as to why I should be the most bitter, hateful, hmm. judgmental, yeah, wrath, just person built of wrath and anger in the greater Sacramento area, let alone the state, whatever, right? I'd have a very good case to be like this is why I should just go start robbing banks or I should, (laughs) because I need money Yeah. or Hey, life dealt me this like horrible hand. This explains my anger, my outbursts in road rage or whatever it was. Uh But I turned the other way and was just like, okay, this, I have a choice here. Go down this immoral route and just leave caution to the wind. But oh wait, I have these two kids. So all this got, got put in the mix in this decision, especially my faith. And was just like, okay, I have, I don't have to. I'm choosing to walk this path now and to leave all this stuff behind me, yeah, for the better. So mm-hmm. whether I wind up in the same situation, <laughs> we'll see. But I'm much very. I when I was looking back on it, especially this week, and listing down literally all those things that have happened to me, and it's, and I'm not saying it's there's. There's this beautiful quote that I found. Once again, another rapper made it to the show. I don't know how, but Ice-T. Iced no. Yeah, Ice-T. He said this beautiful quote. He said, life is like a gym. You look to the right and you'll find someone in better shape. You look to the left and you'll find someone that would kill to be in your position. Hmm. And that hit like a ton of bricks as I was like, like, I have access to food. I have access to running water. Yeah, I have two kids, like you said, that other yeah. people have been telling me all week that they care for me. Yeah, It's like, yes, life can be better. I'm trying to build it better and earn it. Right. But if I were to look a different direction, I bet there'd be a huge line just to be like, dude, that guy has access to running water. Like, Yeah don't you dare complain about (laughs) the stuff that happened to you when my family and I have to worry about what we eat every day. Right. So it's all about perspective. So I definitely, that is true. After I saw that, I definitely, I mean, when those light bulbs go off, they don't go off all the time. Yeah. But that's one thing I love about the show is we have to prep and really look around for, you know, these signs is I was just like, okay, I'm very thankful. And I prayed on that as I said, like, thank you. I'm wor- you know what I'm working towards too, Lord, and what I'm trying to yeah. build, but thank you for everything you have given me thus far.
0: Yeah, no, you, you articulated that well. I I just thought of a verse when you were you know, going through that, and it says, um, and I can't remember where it is, but it says, godliness with contentment is great gain. And so, you're right, we always, you know, the grass is always greener when you see whatever it is you're looking for next in life, and... But taking a step back and saying, Lord, you know, I'm just content and thankful for what you've given me. That's that's a great gain. And that doesn't mean we don't, you know, strive to yeah. improve or do whatever God wants us to do and, and keep growing. We know we, we still go after whatever God has for us. But finding contentment in the moment is, um, as someone said, a precious jewel that that is of great worth.
1: It is. And and I think going along with that is, is, excuse me, this, this could be, this is just my way of thinking. But often in my head, when I get lost in my thoughts, like, I picture, (laughs) I just picture God as like George Carlin, basically, right? And he's holding all these fears with my prayers in them, right? Mm. And he's holding them. And, like, right now, like, I was joking with the kids, like, um, I haven't seen it, but I want to go see the new Flash movie. Oh, okay. And one of the reasons is is I love the actress. Her name is Sasha Kaya. She plays Supergirl. Okay. And I'm like, oh, my goodness. Like, I just, like, I love everything about her. And I'm like, like, I was jokingly, like, in my conversations with God, I was just like, oh, wouldn't that be awesome if I you could put me in a position <laughs> to just get a cup of coffee with her? Like, I just, <laughs> I just think she's the cat's meow. I would love to just interact with her right and god is standing there with all these prayers and he's just like yo like i would love to send these to you especially this new one that just came in of having coffee with supergirl yeah but you don't appreciate what you have now Mm. how are you going to appreciate everything i have for you if you don't even appreciate what you have now Mm. and that's when it clicks and i start praying and giving thanks is because it's like yeah this is this is true going back to parenting Another thing happened this week, but with my kids, but exactly on that note, if, if not if, <laughs> well, I say it as, as, as a rhetorical question, but if, rhetorical question, but if God is our Father and He's treating us through discipline, right, and showing us through the Bible. Yeah. If Emmanuel, my son, acts up and he wanted ice cream, but he does something like, like you gave an example, like to his sister, I'm not going to give him the ice cream to promote the bad behavior. Right. Or lecture him and then say... Well, you know, you shouldn't do this according to the Bible or whatever, whatever lecture I'm giving on. But here you still get the ice cream, right? Right. And I feel that's where that joke in my head or that vision <laughs> comes from. It's it's yeah. like God has all these prayers ready to answer, probably even most likely better ones that I'm even praying for. Right. But mm-hmm. it's through that discipline and through that fatherly guidance, he's probably just, how can I send these to you if you're not even working on what you have? Yeah. And that's when I turn around and it's like, okay, I can't be if he's not this way with me and he's showing me this through discipline like you said, then mm-hmm. I can't be this way or teach the kids this way because that's that that isn't uh, one, I don't believe it's right, but then two, the Bible back set up and everything beautifully you just said.
0: Yeah. Yeah, so it's 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 discipline is tough to figure out, you know, how do we lovingly yeah, help our children grow. Um, the scriptures are also really clear as a command to fathers. Uh, Colossians 3.21, fathers, do not provoke your children lest they become discouraged. And S- Ephesians 6.4, fathers, do not provoke your children to anger, but bring them up in the discipline instruction of the Lord. So we have to be really careful that our discipline doesn't lead or our behavior doesn't lead to anger within a child. Mm. But we'll have to, but at the end of the day, we're bringing them up in the discipline and instruction of the Lord. So, like I said, our discipline, going back to what I said previously, our discipline is to make them, help them be more like Christ and pointing them to this is what you did. This is why it doesn't align with pleasing God. So, this is why we have to have a consequence for this. And that is powerful because it shows, you know, Daddy's under the same authority that you are. Yeah. You know. Yeah.
1: Uh, so. <laughs> yes. So discipline was number one, and what was number the number two on your list? So we had teaching that we talked about. Um, <clears throat> we're to talk. We're to
0: teach our children the scriptures at all times. Oh yes, yes, yes. So that was number our, our the first thing I mentioned there, and then. Discipline, And the Bible gives some really positive and negative examples of this. Uh, and, and so just to encourage everyone out there, some of the best people had some of the worst parents. Yeah. <laughs> and so I think that, you know, if, if you're a, a, a parent out there and you're like, oh man, my discipline hasn't been there or my, my, Teaching has not been there. It's never too late to start. And, you know, if you're a believer, you can always, always start teaching the Bible. I don't know how many times I've read a story where the the character will say, all my dad did was every night at dinner, he read one chapter of the Bible without hardly any comment and prayed and the impact that that made on them. I mean, how basic is that? And, you know, you, th- you think about characters in the Bible, like Joseph. Yeah. Joseph had four moms and one dad. His dad was <clears throat> really bad because he favored Joseph way above his other brothers, and his other brothers hated him for it. They hated him so much, they sold him as a slave. But in that, Joseph, by God's grace, um, prospered in doing what was right. And so his parenting or the lack of parenting by his dad and his mom um, were not the final determining factors on his life. It was how he personally chose to follow God. And so that's why I want to bring in one other element about parenting that I think in some ways is most important, and that's the element of prayer oh, nice. for, a, for a parent. So with our children, there's so much that we cannot control. I can't control when my children accept Christ as their Savior. I can't control, really, if my children choose to obey God or not. That's a decision between them and God. You know, I can put all the prompts and make, you know, make sure they're going to church, make sure they're hearing the Bible, giving them the right things to listen to and watch and um, everything. But ultimately, that's a decision between them and God if they're going to follow Him or not. And so that's why um, the Christian parent ought to be regularly praying and saying, God, I'm not perfect. I mess up. Help in my shortcomings as a father to... um, you know, put some whiteout on those things in my yeah. kid's mind <laughs> and, uh, that they would learn, you know, and, and do a work in their hearts. <laughs> and so, um, that, that third element we teach, we discipline, but it's all got to come through, through prayer that God will do a work in children's hearts. And then I'm going to trust him to work.
1: Yeah, this is, no, that's very much true. The, um, <laughs> so before, <laughs> The only thing I had to add to that, I guess I would have to lump it under discipline. So you covered everything that I had on my sheet and <laughs> you said it better. Obviously, <laughs> by, by the beginning of the show, I can't even speak today. So I just let you do all that talking. And this is why I also wish we had cameras in here is because people would see me listening so intently because they, they'll be they'll be like, this dude isn't just saying that. He is learning over there, like, like literally taking notes. So one of the aspects that I believe um, makes a good parent. And how about I put it this way? One of the aspects I wish my parents would have told me and then I could pass it on, but I'm having to figure it out now yeah. is going under discipline is the lesson of loss slash do not quit or do not give up. Mm. So a situation happened this week with Emmanuel. So I put him in soccer, didn't like soccer, him and his okay. sister, Put him in something else. Didn't really like that. So I was like, well, you know, I want you to choose something, right? Whether it's an individual sport, team sport, whatever. Fast forward, he chose tennis. There's tennis course right down the street. He found out my dad played tennis. I just dabbled in it. So he's like, well, let's do that. So up came. So I'm trying to teach him these things, just the basics. Like I'm no superstar. I'm just trying to teach him the basics, trying to get him to rally back and forth over about, you know, a month or two months of playing, I could tell like he wasn't listening, right? He would grow a little bit, but he kept making the same mistakes. So this last week I was like, all right, well, let's play one set. You know, let's play a full set, win or lose. Here we go. By the end of it, he lost and he lost zero to six out of six games, whatever it was. Yeah. And he got really emotional. Yeah. And he started to to tear up and they kind of fell. And I'm like, and i knew what was going to happen right so i knew this was going to go so unless like god came down and <laughs> gave him the forehand of the century i was like i have at least the physical ability but maybe the knowledge and experience to right. beat this 11 year old kid yeah so he starts crying just a little bit like the tears are falling and i just you know stood there silently and i asked him and i'm like okay how do you feel and he's like i i feel horrible yeah and i'm like well, why do you feel that way and he's like well because i lost and it's like, okay. So I started to go through the steps. It's like, do you want to feel that again? And he's like, definitely not. And I'm like, and this is where I think like I gave myself some credit on that. Cause I asked, I, or I j- at least said, I said, do you know, you will feel this again? Like there is nothing you can do to where you will not lose another game. Yeah. You will not lose in another sport. Right. Like heartbreak is coming. Like I just condensed. It was basically like loss is inevitable. Right. Mm. Yeah. But how do you get through that? And, of course, on the back end, of, like, I led it around back to the Bible and faith, but he was basically like, this is the worst feeling ever, right? And he, and physically, yeah. he was crying. He's like, I don't want to feel this again. So I was just, like, keeping on tennis. I was like, what do you think you should do? He's like, train, yeah. practice go through the reps and i'm like who's been saying that and he's like you have <laughs> right like i was like yeah. i've been dropping hints mm-hmm. right like you're, you're gonna get crushed when this comes game time yeah you're gonna lose so to his credit like i said all right later because we played in the like around noon i said around seven we're coming back out and i said you know this preparation doesn't start when you touch the court it starts when you're at the house mental right this game is mental as well you have to picture the win So he gathered himself like when he was in the studio, I kept popping my head in. I'm like, hey, like, what are you thinking about? He's like the win, right? The win. He kept, (laughs) kept picturing about the win. Yeah. So we go back out there and I was like, well, let's just practice. We'll run through drills, right? We won't play a game. His drills and everything was better than ever. He was more focused. Yeah. He had some extremely good hits. And when it came to, you know, to us talking about it, it's like, you know, what were your two choices? And I, I asked him a question. He's like, well, I could have quit, you know, never touched the tennis racket again, mm-hmm. or I could proceed forward. And basically my lesson was like the lesson that I gave him and the lesson that I wish I got that I had to learn on my own was, you know, always move forward. Like don't quit no matter hmm. what happens. Yeah. Like pray on it, you know, give yourself over to God when the loss comes learn the lesson in that right and his lesson was maybe i should stop when i'm on the tennis courts. stop thinking about call of duty and <laughs> ice cream right yeah. like actually uh-huh. focus on what yeah what is going around mm-hmm. and i knew there had to be a quote in the bible to tie it back through and this is the one that i found that i told him it's philippians um, four thirteen. i can do all this through him who gives me strength never give up for that is just the place and time that the tide will turn mm. yeah. and that if I can, what I had to learn very much later on in life that wasn't taught to me, like how I was raised was, Oh, if you don't like it, don't do it. Right. Mm. Everything. Yeah. My mom would be like, well, if you don't, if you don't like what I cooked, then don't eat it. Right. A very passive approach. Oh, well, if you don't like that sport, don't play it. If you don't like that subject in school, like uh, if you don't, if you um, don't, pass don't worry about it like you'll get it on the next one yeah. well between not worrying about it and getting on the next one is exactly what you said was discipline yeah i needed the discipline i needed someone to sit me down and be like look don't worry about the loss everyone loses you'll get it on the next one but in between all that you right. have to read you have to study you have to put in time you have yeah. to sacrifice mm-hmm. hey Put down the Sega Genesis controller, right? right I just yeah. dated. I just dated <laughs> ourselves. <laughs> Put down the wired connected Sega <laughs> Genesis controller. <laughs> Anyone younger than 30 is like, not everything was Bluetooth. And how about you pick up a book, pass the math test, right? Right. Do whatever you need to do that bit. It's going to take a lot yeah. for you to turn that, that D or an F around into an A. Right. So that was that was my biggest thing was... Was a lot of I just see it, and I used to do it too when the kids were extremely young. Before I became a, a primary parent, as I like to say, when I was um, a weekend warrior, right, yeah. just present for the good times, not for the bad times. Right. I was raising them exactly the way I was raised before. I saw my life didn't turn out so great, or I wasn't where I wanted to be. Yeah. And I didn't want that for them. And so I think that's an extremely valuable lesson. And I bring us to <clears throat> this quote that I found. Um, do you know who Jalen Hurts is? Yeah. The, okay, so after losing the Super Bowl, um, he gave this quote, and I believe this was after his loss. So he's a football player. Yeah. He's the biggest stage, took a loss, and this is what he had to say. John 13.7 is his favorite quote. He says, you may not know it now, but later you will understand. And this is him speaking. Just reminds me, continue to be patient, continue to remain diligent, steadfast keep going keep god at the center regardless Mm. regardless of what the circumstance is yeah Mm -hmm. and it's like he has it yeah his his mind and his spirit are right now it's like if i can just do a tidbit whoever helped him whether it was himself whether it was a mom dad i don't know his information like his past right but his mind is very specifically clear And as a parent, if I can at least do a small percentage of that to my kids, that because my son lost a tennis match to his dad (laughs) in in Sacramento, right? Right. Yeah. This guy lost a game that he was prepping his whole life for. Yeah. And when he was interviewed, he was just like, I'm he already knew. Like I'm I'm moving, I'm moving forward. Yeah. There is a Mm. reason for this. There is a lesson. I will learn it. And I am not quitting, and that yeah. to me, what I, I just like when I heard that, I don't even know where where I was. I just remember the quote, so I knew how to look for it. Yeah, but I was just drinking coffee, whatever. I'm over here moping like, oh, like, you <laughs> know, like I work at UPS. Should I keep going? Should I move forward? Yeah. Oh, what's all oh, woe is me? And then I hear a quote like that, and I put it into perspective. It's like, okay, if that guy isn't quitting, right? Then yeah. and you could lead to I uh, just picked him out but it's like there's right. other examples of that it's like then i can easily put one foot in front of the other one second at a time one day at a time yeah keep praying put god first and move forward i love that story uh, how you worked
0: with emmanuel on that that's that's so cool and i think that's what the bible is talking about It was imparting a uh, wisdom to our children that is from god yeah uh, So that that is awesome. thank you for
1: that. I I rarely have my like little aha moments, but going like going back to that moment, like it was there was a defining factor because, like I said, I knew like unless there was a miracle happened, and that would have been (laughs) hilarious if that was the story (laughs) I told the the miracle at the Sacramento tennis (laughs) courts. Like he just came out of nowhere (laughs) and just whooped me, and then I wouldn't have any lesson (laughs) to teach him, but. While he was while he was <clears throat> while he was standing there, letting the tears fall, gave him time process his emotions. Yeah, I had three routes to go. Either the route I was taught through my mother, saying, "Hey, it'll be better. Whatever, don't pick this up again." The route of my father, to where I would yell at him and scare him off the court, <laughs> where he would just actively quit and be so scared to be like, "Okay, if this is if this is what a loss is, plus getting yelled at by a guy I look up to, right?" I don't want any part of this. He would have never touched a racket again or option three, which I knew I was going to choose was like go off in the unknown, pull pieces from you, the Bible, something better. Educate him right in this loss. Try to give him the discipline, show him, be uh, honest with him Right. saying more of this is coming, but I can help you prep for it. Right. So hopefully like a Jalen hurts in the future. He's just like, I've experienced this. The wind is coming and I'm going to work towards it. And that was incredibly scary as a parent Hmm. because it would have been my heart wanted to be like my mother. Just say, like, come here. Right. As soon as the tears started coming, I wanted to be motherly and be like, it's okay." And then he would have cried more. Right. Right. And I would have been like, I'll deal with your emotions. (laughs) Like, Like, give me your emotions. I definitely... Had that piece. I mean, I am my father's son, so I definitely didn't want to yell a little bit, yeah. like, "Will you get your stuff together?" <laughs> but to go off into the unknown and be like, "Okay, these two didn't work. I don't like this. Mm. Let's let's go this route with the Bible at the center, at the forefront." Yeah, was completely terrifying because, like we joked about before, M is this going to benefit him in some way? I truly believe so. Yeah. Or is it the other way? Like, <laughs> is this, are we going to watch something about him in 20, 30 years? And then when he's given the interview and we're watching it or whatever, and he's like, yeah, I remember this time back at the tennis course, my dad lectured me and that prompted me to go do all this evil <laughs> stuff. It's like, <laughs> it's like, you never, I already knew what my parents did created me. So it's like, I, I, and the Bible, that was, I think the key thing, the key determining factor all jokes aside was the way they raised me, the Bible wasn't at the center mm. and that's why I was like, okay I have faith in the Lord I have faith in the Bible yeah like let's try this something new but as a parent it was it was scary for that reason because I have no clue positive or negative how will that affect him you know in the future yeah
0: so. well yeah given the people giving our children God's word. Uh, God promises that his word will never return void. So whether it's doing a work of uh, helping people change or uh, unfortunately doing a work of hardening people, it always has the power. God's word is a hammer. It's a a sword that pierces to the, the very core of who we are. And so giving our children the word of God like you did, I think you're doing the right thing there. And I think that Uh, What I loved about what you did is you said, okay, here are some, let's lay some foundational blocks for what's coming in life and let's, let's look at them through the Bible so that you'll be prepared. If you can handle the loss today, you know, you can handle when your company closes and you have to find a new job, you know? So that's, that's excellent. Yeah,
1: um, and I like to end on this. This was the last thing I showed the kids about it, cause so it it to me this deal is not just with parenting, but with pretty much anything. And this was so open to me, and I don't know who to give. This is a quote, so I'll read it as a quote, but I don't know who to give credit to, cause I found it off the internet, and I wish they did better about citing sources. But it was an audio, mm-hmm. but this I found completely eye opening, <clears throat> and it's dealing with visions like like basically dreams so it goes like this it says god will show you your vision but never tell you how you're going to get there Mm. and there's a reason why because your vision is a glimpse of your end between the end and where you are is called the plan the plan is the process that takes you to your destination god will never tell your end like he showed joseph he showed joseph the throne Him sitting on the throne ruling, him feeding his brothers, that's the end. God showed you your end. God showed each of us an end. Everybody has a dream, but he never tells us the plan. Why? Because if he never told you or if he told you the plan, you would tell him forget the destination, right? (laughs) Yeah. And I love Uh that part. And he goes on to say, (laughs) so it says, because you would tell him forget the destination because the plan is to prepare you for the destination. So he takes you in all these different paths to develop you. Mm, if yeah. Joseph knew, where did I go, that he had to go to the pit and the prison to get to that throne, he would have told God, forget the throne. Right. Right. And so it says, your plan is a secret to God right now where you are, may not be where you want to be, but it's part of the plan. If you lost your house or you lost your spouse or a loved one, don't panic. It's all part of the process. God's working on character development. Patience development vision development. He's preparing you for what he has prepared for you And so you need to appreciate that even in your mistakes. He says he'll conform you to fulfill the purpose Mm, and that yes that hit me because it was like Between now and and when he said that part about joseph that rang so true I have my dreams up on the board the dreams of this show but everything, and we're just getting going about how much work has already gone into this. Yeah, But he showed me visions of what, or I should say, he I have dreams of what this show and these talks and everything can be. But between <laughs> there and now takes so much work, sacrifice right. all this stuff. And mm-hmm. if I were to have a conversation with him, he's like, "You have no clue where you're going." But here is every little detail. I'd, I'd probably like, you know. I'd be like, nah, forget that. Like, yeah. I don't want to mm-hmm. stay in Sacramento <laughs> in my cushy bed watching, you know, my TV shows right. and yeah. hanging out with my kids. Mm-hmm. And I find that, I find that so just like in, 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 inspiring because I never, I never saw it like that way. Yeah. So that's really good. Do you have anything to add to that about your visions and plan and, and dreams about that?
0: I, I think that's right on. You know, we don't, God does bring us through a process to develop us into the people he wants us to be. You know, life is, that is the Christian life. It's um, slowly being changed into the image of Christ. And God, as the master, you know, we're talking about parenting, the perfect father, uh, lovingly brings things into our path daily to help us grow if we'll embrace those things. And you're right, we are. He doesn't prepare us for what's going on in 10 years because we're not ready for it right, right now. But whether that in 10 years is greater success or less success, um, if we're growing spiritually and we're more like God in 10 years than we are today, then we will be satisfied and, and happy in that for sure. Hey, and the man. same with our parenting. Yeah. We can continue to grow continue to lay that foundation for our kids and watch God work in their lives.
1: Amen. Thank you so much for today, man. I appreciate it.